0: You're listening to Opinions and Beer. Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the Opinions and Beer podcast exists in this world. High sex act, crazy bike, No, bro, I can't drop out of the scene for 14 months and show up as a co-host. I'm a donkey f- show right in the middle of the... They always say to review IPAs last. It's the bitterness can destroy your palate from other beers. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, let's jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to let you know first, I'm battling COVID, or um, I'm getting off the rails of COVID. I uh, lost my taste and smell, so I'm not sure how this review is going to go. I'm going to be re- uh, reviewing and ranking the movies of 2020. Uh, this is the first episode of the new year. and I'm going to go ahead and talk about the 2020 films I've, I've seen and Rank them from uh, worst to best. And that should be fun. Uh, Yeah, so the beer of the day is brought to you by Carbach Brewing Company. This is Brew Sanity. Brew Sanity is uh, 8.5% golden strong ale. Now, this particular golden strong ale, I believe, is brewed with, uh, 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 what I say, Belgium yeast. So it's a golden strong Belgium ale. Uh, sending an 8.5, like I said. Carbach has some uh hits, but they have mostly misses, uh, for the podcast that we reviewed. Um, they have they have one or two, they they have a few go to beers I that I'll put in the fridge. They have a, a few fridge stock beers, so it'll be interesting to try this one. Let's go ahead and uh try to taste this beer. Oh, yeah, that's really smooth for for 8.5. I'm not really getting the Belgium yeast just yet. Um, So the one thing that COVID did to me was I can't taste uh, subtle flavors. And so I may not be able to taste the Belgium yeast, even if it was in there. Uh, So I have to rank this based off somebody who has lost their taste (laughs) <laughs> is this a beer good for someone who has lost aftertaste? That's what I can't taste. I cannot taste aftertaste. My aftertaste is still gone, but like I can, I can taste it. I mean, this beer has flavor. It tastes more like a like a traditional golden ale to me, though. Not getting any of the aftertaste like I'm supposed to. Uh, mild spices perhaps that sit on the tongue but uh other than that that's about it i don't know what to rate this um i give this i give brew sanity seven covid stars out of ten i'd buy it again on covid (laughs) i'd buy it again without even lacking my taste it was it's a pretty smooth beer um it has like a it has a refreshing a refreshing taste to it, um, and doesn't have any. Um, I don't. I cannot taste any bad flavors. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's up for debate. But <laughs> anyways, let's get on with the opinion segment of this episode. This this is going to be the main the main point of this episode, and uh, and the length of the episode. We'll be talking about these movies. So here we go. Here we are. 2020 in film. I ranked the movies that I watched in 2020. 45. Coming in at the very bottom at 45 is Rogue. Rogue was a um I guess it was released on Hulu, I don't know, but um this is this is the only movie in the list that I could not finish that I had to cut off <laughs> that I had to just stop it I said this nope nope <laughs> no to rogue uh, rogue is about uh, these lions uh, Well, the, the what I watched the movie opens up with uh, these lions being put into cages and they're I guess they're uh, cattle prodding they're cattle prodding the lions and they cattle prod this one lion, but then it doesn't die and it just has like, a, they just have this thing in the eye and it didn't die. And then so he starts, the lion then eats everybody, and then it cuts to these, uh, to Megan Fox, who's apparently in charge of a militant group of mercenaries or something, and, and it's just it was very unbelievable. The um, the the tigers, or right, yeah, the lions, uh, the lions in the film uh, were very, when they attacked and then when they moved, it was very CG and it was very corny. <laughs> like, very bad. Like, it was it was pretty bad. I could not, I was like, nope, I'm not watching this. So that's their sits there at number 45. 44. Doolittle. Oh, um, yeah, coming in at 44 is Doolittle. Uh, this movie came out early 2020, starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Dr. Doolittle. He's not like this. Anyways, this was a uh, not good. <laughs> this was a very bad, bad adventure movie. Uh, uh, the adventure was lame. Nothing made sense. There wasn't a, I feel like the script or something, this, uh, this movie was not written cohesively. The scenes are kind of just slapped together and he's just treadling along, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is fine, but he feels like he's replaying the, he's like a dumbed down, like a, a wackier version of the Sherlock Holmes character, and then, uh, and then the the finale with the farting dragon was so, it just was so stupid, I just can't even think about it, so, 44, uh, Doolittle was dog shit, but, <laughs> uh, 43 coming in at 43 we have the call the call uh, starred tobin bell uh some random teenager kids uh or adult teenagers whatever they are uh and that tobin bell reprising his jigsaw character from the saw franchise in a non-saw movie he even says the same lines like you want to play a game and all kinds of crap and then um this lady is in it the lady from those uh insidious movies or whatever and uh it was no good (laughs) she I can't stand you know I can't stand that lady from the insidious films or whatever insidious insidious no what am I saying no I don't know what she's in she's in movie Annabelle Annabelle franchise or something is uh no good but uh (laughs) But it's a weird movie. Basically, uh these teens like to haze um Tobin Bell's wife, and then Tobin uh and then the wife kills herself and then Tobin Bell calls the teenagers, to come over, and the teenager's like, Oh, well, what do you do? What's going on? And it's like, You made my wife kill herself. Now you you need to survive a two minute phone call with her and they go and they call her and she's like Ah, I'm crazy. I'm gonna kill you. Ha ha ha. You were beaten as a child. Ah, <laughs> it really made no sense. <laughs> it was just kind of goofy and uh <laughs> and it was no, it was trash. <laughs> uh forty two. Number forty two we have Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Now <laughs> Some people are probably going to be like, what? What? No. Okay, so Wonder Woman 1984. At first I thought, okay, this might be good. And then Wonder Woman shows up. And Wonder Woman is the fakest character in the world. She is the fakest superhero in the world. She moves fake. Everything about her is fake. She's a fake, fake, fake. And she, She reminded me why I hate DC so much. And why I think DC is unbelievable. Their characters are fake as hell. They all act fake as hell. The only character that feels real is Batman. Everyone else is just... All their other characters are OP and trash. (laughs) Uh, And then the boss fight was horrible. Everything about the ending was bad. This weird redeemable character crap they keep doing in these movies, and then, um, and, uh, it was just, and the cheetah, the cheetah lady was no good, trash, <laughs> 41, coming into 41, I'm piling on, like, with the, uh, rest of the free world, and saying, Mulan, Mulan lacked the, um, the fun that the cartoon had, the live-action Mulan lacked, um any joy that you may have they turned the f- the crow into a witch randomly i guess they have a female villain that's not a villain that's a <sighs> they just they made a bunch of stupid decisions just to make this weird empowerment movie like oh look this, this man needed a woman to the cons needed this woman lady witch <coughs> <coughs> and uh i was not impressed with uh, the live-action Mulan at all. Number 40. Number 40 is Kajillionaire. Kajillionaire. Some of you may not even know what this is. Uh, Kajillionaire is this weird, wacky movie about a family, and they live next to a bubble place. Um, Ugh. and they're basically con artists. Like so this family is con artists. They steal and then they try to sell the stolen items for more money. And it's like this wacky stuff with them trying to steal and sell stuff to pay the rent at this horrible place they live at. <laughs> that's uh that's this weird bubble place. And um uh you know, it sounds like oh, that's funny, but it's like it's a it's kinda weird because there's some like quirky moments in it, almost, almost like a, a Napoleon Dynamite type of comedy, but but the but the movie goes nowhere. It ends up becoming this weird lesbian movie about like coming out of the closet and this whole thing, and it's like I don't know what this movie's about. It's about nothing. Nothing happens. It's just random, you know. At least in like, at least in uh, the Napoleon Dynamite, there was like a. Like a cohesive, like things were happening and things, you know, mattered in the in the story, but not in this movie. This movie, this movie, was was really bad. It was really, it was not even bad. It wasn't really bad. It was boring, boring as hell, boring, boring, boring. Thirty nine. Coming in at thirty nine, we have Scoob. Scoob was super super disappointing. I I had high hopes for it. I thought we we're going to see some like weird origin story Scooby-Doo or something and then it turns out to be this whole thing with the fucking superhero character and this is like a uh <clears throat> you know, this was supposed to come out in theaters and it seemed like just another one of their straight to DVD videos. You know what I mean? This was supposed to be high, you know, the higher up Scooby Doo uh animated film and the animation I was great. Actually, you know, the animation was good, but there's everything about it was just disappointing as far as the story and it really came off as something that they should have just made like that fucking the zombie one and all the other DVD straight to straight to VHS. <laughs> Thirty-eight. The War with Grandpa. The War. With, the War with Grandpa stars. Uh, fucking. What's his name? Tommy Lee Jones. No. 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 Uh, what, what? What's that dude? It stars that old dude from Parent Trap. <laughs> no. No. Meet the Parents. It stars that dude from Meet the Parents, and he gets in this like weird prank war. With his grandson over the room because the the the, uh, the grandson has to move into the room with his brother and his brother's a pain, and uh, because the grandpa's getting old and has to move into the house with the with his son and grandchildren, and um, know his mom, no, it's his daughter, his daughter grandchildren, and uh, and so they just kind of battle it out. This is another one of those movies where nothing really happens. kind of a kiddie movie. Kind of kid... kid kid-like... uh... film. And uh... yeah. You know, it wasn't horrible. I'll say it wasn't... you know, the worst thing that ever graced my eyes. Just very... bleh. Very bleh. So... uh... 37. Coming at 37... Whew, this one may spark controversy. Coming in at 37. Tenant. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, you just didn't get tenant. Tenant was too smart for you. No, I understood tenant. Tenant falls under the boring category. Boring as shit. You know, maybe if they had fucking. Interesting actors. I mean who's the main actors? Some random guy I've never seen before. He might be in something. I don't know what he's in, but I've never seen him before. Some random guy I've never seen before. And fucking Robert Patterson. Boring. Boring ass movie. Uh some there's some interesting stuff in it, but I feel like you know who could have made this movie better? Michael Bay. <laughs> If Michael Bay did Tenet, it would be a good movie. <laughs> Anyways, 36. 36, We Can Be Heroes. <laughs> How is that better than Tenet? <laughs> we Can Be Heroes is a Netflix movie. Uh, it takes place in the Spy Kids universe. <coughs> And basically it's these um kid superheroes are put on lockdown after an alien invasion and uh they break out of lockdown and have to go save their superhero parents, uh including like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and whatever This is this was actually not too bad. It was just a very it's a very kid movie and very um corny and stupid and it has Shark Boy and Lava Girl and uh Certain certain scenes made me want to, like, you know, stab forks in my ears and brain. But, yeah, 36. <coughs> 35. 35 is the one and only Ivan. That was a uh, Disney Plus movie. Um, <coughs> about this... Uh, gorilla who lives with uh the dude that makes meth the blue or blue meth whatever it makes um and he lives in captivity and he's like oh I love this place and then but then he kind of starts losing the main event attraction or whatever to like this new gorilla and it kind of opens his eyes and he gets upset and he breaks he basically dis- uh ruins uh the show so that everyone can go back to the wild where he probably dies cuz he doesn't know shit about the wild so it's a sad movie and it was pretty dumb <laughs> uh, 34 34 okay so i'm going to kind of just go through these kind of faster because around 34 to 10 I mean I kind of just threw these on here because they're kind of interchangeable 34 Spencer Confidential uh, I can barely remember what even happened to this movie that's how nothing burgers it was but I felt it was probably good enough that where I didn't think it was trash to put down in the bottom bottom <laughs> 33 Honest Thief Honest Thief is just a typical Liam Neeson movie and uh, and I probably I watched it and then I pretty much forgot about it almost as, as almost as fast as Spencer Confidential and that's why they're so close together. So Honest Thief 33 32 Half Brothers Half Brothers was interesting. It had a good storyline. It made me feel a certain way at moments. But overall, it wasn't funny. It was billed as a comedy. uh, This comedy type film. I feel like one of the characters was trying to be Zach Galifianakis. uh, And it just wasn't working. Um, Overall, it's a passable movie. But it did not break any ground for me. And with two no-name actors, it's hard to get invested. I say no-name. I don't know who they are. Two actors I don't know. It's it kind of just random. So if they would have, they, they just didn't stick the landing for me as far as entertainment goes. And so this, the the overall story in the film is very nice and, you know, kind of heartfelt. But, yeah, this, a lot of the characters didn't really land. And a lot of the, some of the scenes, yeah, there were, some, there were certain scenes that fell flat as well. That's why I've had a 32. 31. 31, I have Coffee and Kareem. Now, this almost falls under the Spencer Confidential, I forgot that it existed category. But after every time I see, look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that was funny. It was funny. It had some funny stuff. Oh, that ending. Oh, that, I didn't really like that scene. But, oh, yeah, that's funny stuff. So, because of that, I have it up above all those. So, 31. Coffee and Kareem. Ed Helms teams up with a. Ed Helms, the cop, teams up with that. This girl. And. um, They do stuff. And it's. They partner up. (laughs) And there's like a corrupt cop, like always, and blah, blah, blah. Number 30. Number 30, we have Trolls World Tour. Trolls World Tour was the sequel to the Trolls a uh, film it's uh it's passable that's it number 29 jingle jangle a christmas journey i put it at number 29 a little better than uh troll uh troll's world tour if they would have had some better villain music it was fine i liked a lot of the actors it was a good little christmas movie little christmas family movie i didn't i, I didn't believe that that older actor was the same as the younger actor. Like some of the some of the age, the changes that were made to the actors from the opening scene to the next scene were unbelievable. I mean, when I say that, I mean it was like I do not believe this <laughs> at all. This is fake. I don't know what's happening. I should have just kept the other fucking actors. Like they see, <laughs> you know, even even I didn't even know them. Like they were new actors, but I, I, I they was basically like these no name actors transform into in the second in in the uh after the opening they transform into known into named actors you know big time actors and it was like uh eh, that's weird <laughs> and so he's just kind of jarring and then um it's very kiddy and like some kid does stuff that's like oh yeah you're a child this is fake so 29 28 28 I have as The New Mutants uh, New Mutants is the was for those that don't know is that X-Men is an X-Men franchise film uh, that was pushed back many years it, I think it was supposed to come out two years ago three years ago and it got pushed back a long time it kept getting delayed it was finally released in 2020 and um, yeah it was kind of lame it wasn't it didn't have the horror elements that everyone said it was going to have in it everyone's like oh it's going to have this horror element vibe and and i kind of see where that might have lingered um but i didn't feel it at all and uh the the bear looked cool you know the demon bear was kind of cool um there's there's some cool stuff i like the fact that they had the daughter the sister of that um of the metal dude in deadpool films uh other than that, New Mutants, was uh, it's a fun comic book movie that I'll remember, but it wasn't that good. <clears throat> Tw- <clears throat> 27. Becky. At number 27, we have the movie Becky, um, starring uh, Kevin James as a bad guy. You know, Kevin James used to play these wacky, funny characters, but now he's a bad guy. Uh, going, to, He's a neo, <coughs> neo-Nazi guy going head-to-head with the Becky character. Um, this is this is pretty brutal. This is a brutal movie. Becky gets brutal. This is crazy. Um, I almost want to rank it a little higher, but there were certain plot points that I didn't believe. I didn't really believe the lead actress was killing these people. It was hard to believe a lot of the the stuff I was watching. Um, but it was it, it was a movie that I I started googling like, wait one second is she? Because I really think that Becky was a Nazi, <laughs> and that and that she just snapped because her dad died. But I don't think she gave a fuck about the other people and our her mom was a Nazi. So I think her mom was a neo-Nazi and had this box and there's this plan to give these neo-nazis this box that would get them a lot of money. Uh and they so said they had to get a key and Becky had the key and so it was this big ordeal and um killing daddy and then she goes crazy and murders everybody but uh, it was a fun movie uh but there was some there was some I had some issues with it 27 26 coming in at 26 we have the Croods, A New Age. This was a sequel to The Croods. Uh I ranked this so high, maybe because it was the first movie I seen um, since the start of the pandemic in March. And so uh, I'll probably have this in my memory for a while. Um, it was okay. I watched it with my son, and um, we had fun watching it. And yeah, it was fun. Fun to watch with the kids. 26. <clears throat> 25, coming at 25, we have Bloodshot, Bloodshot, a Vin Diesel uh, super soldier movie, that's all you need to know, Vin Diesel super soldier movie, (laughs) Uh, 24, 24, we have The Binge, The Binge is like The Purge, but drinking instead of murdering, and kids, basically, you know, anyone, of like eighteen or seventeen something, anyone can drink and do drugs. All all drugs, all drugs and alcohol are legal, and uh, it was fun. That uh, Vince Vaughn plays the principal, and uh, he really made that movie for me. And I'll oh, plus that main character, that main character was in um that zombie show, uh that zombie show with um the E.T. girl, the little girl from E.T. She's an older lady now. <laughs> the Binge, 24. 23. 23 is Tremors Shrieker Island. And you already know why. I'm not going to explain it. But 23 is Tremors Shrieker Island. 22. 22, we have Soul. <coughs> Soul came out on Disney+. Plus. Over on Christmas, Christmas, yeah, and um, it is a solid Pixar movie, standard, standard Pixar movie, uh, maybe me feel some way at points, but overall, eh, that's why it's not higher, usually Pixar movies, I, I, I make them in my top 10, but this one is 22, sorry. 21, 21 is Extraction, Extraction, starring, uh, chris henworth chris hemsworth uh thor in this um military styled action film a lot of the action feels a lot like uh, uh, john wick a lot of john wick action here basically he's a mercenary he's trying to take this kid to an extraction point the whole uh, city in uh the middle east is hunting or the india is hunting this kid and he is trying to protect the kid and then there's like this other hitman that's trying to get the kid and it's kind of crazy. It's a really quick it was it was really fun but it uh, felt like a standard uh, action film to me to be honest. Number 20. Number 20 was a surprise. A uh, fat man. Fat man is stars um oh god, I should have read this down but it stars somebody <laughs> fat man is about santa claus and he starts working with the government to make this stuff because he blah blah blah. anyways he gives this rich kid coal and the rich kid gets so pissed off he hires a hitman to kill santa claus and uh what really made this movie so high for me was probably that ending like i i actually did like i liked the build-up to the finale i feel like the finale was worth it, like this crazy showdown. The hitman was st- walking around the North Pole and murdering people, and and then he has this shootout with the, <laughs> with Santa Claus. I felt the build up was fun. Uh, I thought the shootout was fun, and the whole him, <laughs> I've got my eye on you. Whenever Santa Claus' eye is hanging out of his head, <laughs> uh, it's pretty messed up. But uh, <laughs> that's why it's so high up on the list because I thought it was uh, unique. Nineteen. Okay, so this one I almost put a little higher. This is on a uh, Hulu. It's called Run. This is a uh, this movie follows um, a sick child uh, with her mother, but it turns out the child may not be that sick. It may not need his medicine, and that might not be her real mom. And it's so fucking crazy. It's a crazy ass movie, and I. Do not like that actress or this would be way higher rated but <laughs> other than but like but other than that i mean it had it had me on the edge of my seat and it was really good uh besides i just half of this movie was an actress i do not really care for so number 18 number 18 we have unhinged unhinged stars um the gladiator guy and he's stuck in traffic after he killed um, his ex wife and ex wife's uh, new boyfriend, and then this lady honks at him, and so he terrorizes her and starts killing her boyfriend and lawyer and uh, tries to kill her family members. 17. 17, another Hulu film Palm Springs. Palm Springs, I am a sucker for um loop loop time time loop movies and so I uh, really enjoyed Palm Springs. Palm Springs is a time loop movie starring Andy Sandberg and a few other people you may know. And uh it uh it wasn't crazy funny. I like had they done this movie I, I liked the premise that they were able to that um I liked the premise I liked how they went about it. Basically there's like it, the movie is following you don't realize that he's already in the loop. That's what I liked about it is that this one guy's already in the loop. And then what's interesting was other people were in the loop as well. And I felt that made a very interesting dynamic. Uh, I love it when they do that. Uh Stargate uh did it once where two characters were experiencing the loop. Uh And I really enjoyed it in this movie. I feel like more loop movies could get away with doing, uh, there could be more loop movies if they did it in a way like this, where more than one person was experiencing, uh, the time loop. Uh, I enjoy time loop movies. I'm a sucker for them. So that's why it's so high on this list. (coughs) Number 16. Number 16 is Hoobie Halloween. What can I say? It was funny. Uh, I, I laughed strangely a lot during, uh, Hoobie Halloween. I thought it was really silly and, uh, a fun little Halloween movie. Uh, number 15, number 15, train to Peninsula, train to Busan to Peninsula. Peninsula, um, was more an action styled version of the first peninsula. Uh, it's kind of odd. Uh, but I, I was on the edge of my seat. I really enjoyed it. Number 14. Number 14, we have Bad Boys for Life. Uh, It was so long ago, but I'm sure I rated it that high for a reason. Number 13. Number 13, we have Birds of Prey. I was surprised by this one, which is why it's so high. I mean, it's not top 10, obviously, but it's so high on my list, and I'm so surprised it's on my list. I thought I was going to hate this movie. But it's probably the best uh, comic book movie that came out. Uh, it was very quirky and funny. Once again, there were scenes with Harley Quinn. Is like, you know, you're a fake character. DC cannot make real characters. Every DC character is fake. <laughs> Number 12. Number 12 uh, is the Daniel Radcliffe film Guns Akimbo. Super fun movie. Basically, uh, Daniel Radcliffe has guns nailed to his hands, and it goes into all sort of wacky uh, death game stuff. Fun. Number 11. Number 11, we have Freaky. Uh, Freaky stars Vince Vaughn and some random chick, and they switch bodies. Uh, well, Vince Vaughn the a serial killer, and uh, he switch bodies, he, he, he accidentally has... I don't I don't know if it was an accident or what, but he switches bodies with a teenage uh, girl, and the, the teenage girl becomes a serial killer. And it's, I I liked the I liked certain aspects of this film. I thought it was really fun, and there were certain aspects where where the girl was trying to you know manhandle people, but she couldn't because she wasn't a seven foot tall Vince Vaughn anymore. And it's like. <laughs> and so i liked how they had to find a way to make it uh believable that this you know teenager was a serial killer now uh is <laughs> was, was it was fun it was fu- it's a fun movie uh interesting kills in it uh i thought i thought it was going to be in my top 5 when i when i watched it but um it was not it wasn't there was some some stuff in it that it still made it kind of low. So number 10, number 10 might surprise a lot of people. Uh, I put number 10 as onward. A lot of people hated this movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed onward. I liked the concept. I liked this, um, the world that they have. I like the, you know, unicorns or rats or whatever, <laughs> these r- raccoons. And so, uh, I really enjoyed that onward, uh, animated Pixar film. Uh, uh, it wasn't it, you know animation wise and a lot of stuff wasn't on par with Soul and you're like what Soul you put Soul way down there why are you? but I felt like the story I liked I liked the story of onward a lot more and I probably connected with it uh, a little more so than I did with uh, with Soul number nine number nine we have Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog was like the last film I seen uh, pre pandemic. And, um, what can I say? I have fond memories. (laughs) Fond memories of pre-pandemic. Number eight. Number eight, we have Eurovision Song Contest. The Story of Fire Saga. Uh, (laughs) This is here because "Yah Ya Ding Dong is the best song ever in the world. And I play it a lot. Ya Ya Ding Dong. (laughs) Anyways. Number seven. Number seven is Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Uh, wow. I was I was surprised by this animated uh, Mortal Kombat movie. Um, it was very gory. It stuck true to the Mortal Kombat video game. And um, I liked everything they did with I liked the animation. I liked the voice acting. Joel McHale is actually a voice actor in the movie, which we interviewed Joel McHale uh, last year. And so... I mean I I felt this movie this movie was really good really good animated uh anime it was like it was done in anime style which was really cool uh really good really good uh number 6 number 6 now this movie came out I think the first week of 2020 and it was the gentleman the gentleman uh is the guy Ritchie movie with um, Matthew McConaughey and a bunch of uh bunch of actors in it, but mainly uh I remember Matt, uh, Matthew McConaughey the most. Basically this gangster guy and he sells weed and he's trying to like sell his business, I think, and it gets all kind of crazy. Um gentlemen stuff happens. Uh, number five. Number five I have here it is, my top five list. Number five Hunter Hunter. <clears throat> Hunter Hunter It was a mind fuck movie I was on the edge of my seat this whole film I did not know what was gonna happen I thought it was gonna be a werewolf movie I thought something you know Crazy was gonna happen With I thought the dad was a fucking killer Or something Uh There's a big twist at the end The ending The ending is gonna be In my brain for a long time And uh the build up to it, the build up to the ending, was super slow. Like, and I know what's funny is I said that a lot of these movies were boring. You know, some movies are boring. A lot of people might find Hunter 100 to be uh, super boring, but uh, I liked the pacing in it. I liked the acting in it. I felt like the suspense was. Uh, it was just the right amount of suspense and just the right amount of extra stuff happening to where it kept me uh, engaged. And uh, and yeah, that's what you need. You need, and I don't even know these. I know. I think I know one actor. I think he was um, a ch- a child actor before, and he was an SLZ punk, and that's it. So, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. It's like you know, it's, I was just talking about how tenant. I don't know these actors, and it was boring. You know, but just act good. <laughs> <coughs> Number four. Number four, we have. The Hunt, The Hunt was a movie about uh, liberals hunting conservatives, and this conservative lady basically kills all the liberals. And it was uh, fun stuff. Number three, number three, we have The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I'm surprised of how much I love this movie. Um, this was weird. It was quirky. It had like a lot of dry humor in it. I really enjoyed the humor in this movie. It was like funny but then but then the horror elements of it like this the horror parts were actually intense and like gory and brutal and it was like whew, wow yeah and I was like you know it was it was kind of scary the, the the werewolf was kind of scary i did not this movie would be number 1 if that ending if they went with a different ending i didn't i kind of didn't like the fact they went with this um realistic version of an ending you know i wish they kind of would have played more with the fantasy element had they kept the fantasy element there i think i think it, it would have been better in my eyes but um but because because the ending was kind of dissatisfying to me I'm ki- i'm keeping it number three <coughs> number two Number two, this one this one also could be number one. Uh, the only reason number two is not number one is because it's kind of hard for me to remember some things about it, so maybe it was kind of a little, there was a little bit of generic notes to it, even though it wasn't generic, it was actually a pretty unique movie. Uh, it felt like a video game almost, but um, number two is Love and Monsters. Number Loving Monsters starring um, Dylan O'Hare Dylan O'Hare uh, The guy from the Maze Runner series Which I love Maze Runner I love that actor And so he's in this movie And he, he's trapped in a bunker Or not trapped But they live in a bunker And they're contacting people From other bunkers And he's falling in love with a girl And he's going to go See her When well, now he's got to tr- You know travel He's like this weak guy That doesn't know anything About surviving And he's going to go Travel to the beach where the lady that he loves, that he's in love with lives, and that's that's the movie. He travels and has a deal with monsters and battle all kinds of different creatures. And I thought I thought the monster designs were really cool. I thought the the movie was really cool. I I love the dog. He gets a dog and they're friends with the dog and stuff. And and then I thought the um, the final the boss monster the final monster they fight was really awesome and i i, I kind of liked the um the twist they do with some of the character even though it was kind of predictable it was still like a it was really fun it was a really fun movie and i it, i i really was happy uh with that film i even i bought it i bought that one i paid my money and bought that one <laughs> so uh after watching i watched it and bought it so uh love of monsters number 2 Number 1, here we are. The final ranking in the list. Number 1. Greenland. <laughs> it's like what? Greenland? I know I can't I don't know why. Uh I, Greenland is a Jannar Butler uh, disaster movie and um I this was the only movie where I was standing up and like pacing at the TV because it was it had my heart racing at certain scenes like because it was just like oh my god what is going on I'm getting so mad like I was just like certain things were so crazy especially especially not even really with Jannar Butler's character Jannar Butler's character you know it was very dramatic but really there was a lot, there were some scenes with the mom the mom and the son that I was just like this is making me go crazy like this is a crazy. 'Cause like it's a disaster movie, but like they really they don't really have too many of that disaster I mean, the disaster stuff happens and when it happens it's like you know, shit gets, you know, destroyed and whatever. You know? But it was all the other elements, like the human elements of the movie that really made me be like, Okay. Yeah, this is this is a different kind of disaster movie, you know, it's kind of showing more of the human elements, reminiscence of um some of the older uh, you know, better disaster movies of the world, and, uh, and yeah, so, phew, number one, number one in my 2020, <laughs> funny enough, the, the most disastrous year of, uh, of our lifetime, <laughs> 2020, and I pick Greenland, the disaster movie, to be the best movie of 2020, and there you go, there is my 2020, movie ranking list I hope you enjoyed the list I was drinking the uh, um, uh, brew brew sanity by Carbog Brewing Company the golden strong out 8.5% alcohol volume I gave it a 7 out of a 10 clean crisp beer uh, let me know you know c- join us on our Facebook group and let us know what your favorite movie of 2020 was and what your least favorite movie of 2020 was Thank you so much for listening and whew, do you agree with my list? If not well that's just your opinion and that's fine because all we have here are opinions and beer We are a million we million million. Million.